All right, welcome to another edition of In the Works by Career Services at the University of Calgary. My name is uh, David Catterford. I'm a, uh, I, I don't know what the heck I am. I, I'm a career development specialist and a co-host of this uh, radio show. And I, I want to start the show by um, saying I, I watched uh, uh, I watched the National um, CBC National kind of every morning uh, before I come to work. And I, I saw a story a couple weeks ago about a woman that was working in finance. And due to the COVID crisis, um, she, she was able to switch her, her career from finance to working in a flower shop. And she's much happier now. And so I just want to kind of bring that out to our um, panel here we have today. So we have with us today um, Harrison and Labee and Annalisa Chikachapo from Student Wellness Services. So you saw that story a little bit. Mm-hmm. What what did you think of that? Um, you know, I'm not surprised. Um, I think uh, with COVID and with us being, you know, um, not able to to do our normal activities and with more time perhaps on our hands to reflect on um, what we're doing, what we what we're missing doing, and um, how we would like things to be. Um, I think people have had more time to reflect on on just what's been happening and and how it's been affecting them and uh i think a lot of people have had time to actually sit and pause and and realize that maybe some of the choices that they've made um or the occupation they're in um maybe just isn't aligned with their values and and uh perhaps it was at one time and it might no longer be and so they've had a chance to reconsider um how they want to use their time uh, what how they want to invest their energy you know what kind of work they want to do what what brings meaning to their lives so have you been working with a, a lot of students that have have like doing this type of work like during the covid crisis yeah i think a lot of students have been reflecting on many things they've been reflecting on even their process of learning uh, a lot of students you know, they've had to pivot, just like employers have had to pivot. They've had to pivot to um, going from being in class to, um, work, you know, to studying online and attending lectures online. And for many students, that's been a big shift. And I think sometimes they, you know, they've noticed that, gee, I, maybe this material doesn't capture me as much when I'm sitting at home in front of my computer watching Zoom all the time. Uh, and sometimes that makes them think, well, in general, is this still holding my interest as as a as a field, right? As a as a field of study, and so um, I think for many students, they are starting to to think. And of course, we've got a lot of students that are in the health professions, you know, in medicine, in nursing, and um, some of these students are, you know, firsthand. They're they're you know in their practica, in their placements, they're on the front lines, and they're you know, reflecting in a much more direct way about, is this what I want to do? Uh, do I want to be a healthcare professional in a pandemic? Um, and for the answer for some students has been no. And, and so for some of them, they've, they've uh, been reconsidering their, their career direction. And some of them have been changing. 
I've talked to students, even if they haven't been to that point where they're in a professional kind of healthcare field yet, they're in biosciences and they thought they wanted to be a doctor. And now, now they're reflecting and, and seeing everything going on and, and they're deciding that this isn't the direction for them and they're changing majors. And it's interesting too, because I, I of course, I, I've been helping some students out too. And I've had some students that have, have kind of flipped it and, and like, no, I want to work in healthcare because of the pandemic. And and so I think yeah. it's kind of bringing out mm -hmm. what what's real in you a little mm -hmm. bit, right? Yeah, and certainly that can happen too, where students feel like, okay, maybe this is what might give me some more meaning if I take my my studies in this direction where I can actually help because I think a lot of people have felt somewhat helpless. You know, they're stuck. They've been stuck at home. They've been studying online. They've been watching the news and all these terrible stories of tragedy and people dying and uh, economies collapsing and, and whatnot. Right. And feeling like, what can I do? And what's going to be, what's out there for me, given all of the, the issues we're dealing with, with the pandemic. And so, yeah, I think the reverse can also happen uh, where people are feeling like, okay, maybe this is my calling and maybe I do want to go more in this direction. So from a student's perspective, um, how, do you, how, do, how do the students find a way or find those experiences that help them make that decision to make that pivot in their career? So I'll chime in for that one. Um, essentially, it's the same thing that we've been saying uh, from, from the get-go when students come to our office. Uh, some of these things look like volunteering uh, here at U Calgary. Uh, we've got the micro placements going on, uh, summer jobs, traveling. Like those are all things that uh, come off the top of my head. Uh, but the main thing is now that you know finals are done, it's it's taking this opportunity to actually do all that stuff. Technically, you should have done that, you know, back in January if you're looking for an internship. But you know, uh, these are things that can really get your feet wet and really show you whether or not that degree that you're in uh, is something that you want to keep on going. Uh, and, and this is the key point of, of that reflection. Uh, or you can just take this time away from studies and say, and look back at, at your first year, your second, third, heck, your fourth, and, and ask yourself, is this where I want to be? Because uh, that question, um, you're going to be asking yourself time and time again uh, throughout your education, throughout your career. So, Another thing, too, is... Um you can come in to career services and, and talk to a career development specialist. Um, we're open all summer. And what's amazing about the summer months is we're less busy. So we have the opportunity to see students more regularly. Like, uh, uh, so I've been setting up a lot of biweekly appointments with students to go through the career development wheel, the reflection part of the career development wheel to get them really seriously thinking about their careers and what they want to do and what makes them happy. Yeah. And I think summer is the perfect time because most students take that time off from studies to reflect on anything. Uh, study May that be study or what they're going to do next year? What classes should I be taking? So I think between uh, once once you finish that final exam and before you start the next semester, that that time in the middle is perfect for uh, like career reflection. You should be thinking about how what you've done so far and what, what, you, what you can do to change in the future or maybe keep on the same path that you're already going down and see if there needs to be a change or if you're already on path to do uh, path to be successful if you think you are. 
So that's the question for Annalisa. Like, when should a student make a change or not make a change? Like, what what should they be telling themselves? When, and what should they be looking out for? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, you know, when there's so much going on, when there's so much uncertainty with COVID and, you know, a lot of time to reflect on things, um, and also sometimes feeling down like sometimes it's hard to know like am i feeling burnt out or am i depressed or is it both um and and so kind of trying to tune in and say what am i experiencing here um you know for burnout like you know some of the more i guess established kind of hallmark features of burnout would be things like feelings of total energy depletion or exhaustion, um, feeling kind of disconnected from your work, um, feeling quite cynical, um, and then feeling like you're not like you're not being as, as, um, efficient and effective in your work, uh, as you normally would be. And so while those kind of come from a worker perspective, I think they all apply pretty well to students, um, and of course these, you know, if, if these things linger, they can turn into depression. Um, and, and students, I think need to be aware of and, and just sort of see how, how are these things affecting you? Like if you're experiencing these things, are they disrupting your ability to get your work done? Are they disrupting, you know, your home life, you know, your social life? Are they disrupting your health? Um, because these are signs that, you know, you, you want to talk to someone about them. You might want to talk to your family doctor. You may want to talk to a counselor. Um, student wellness services is open all summer long as well. Mm -hmm. And in student wellness services, um, we have counselors who are either registered psychologists or master's uh, level social workers who meet with students. And we, we tend to be a little bit less busy. Of course, more people are away on vacation so there's fewer people holding the fort but but generally speaking we are a little bit less busy and uh, we also have all the physicians in in uh, student wellness services as well we have the health clinic side of student wellness services so you can make an appointment with a, a family doctor uh, we also have uh, psychiatrists working in student wellness services and quite often it's quicker to access um a psychiatrist within our services than out in the community um, because th those are medical specialists. And just like with any other medical specialist, it can take a while to get to see them. So we have a lot of great resources mm -hmm. to help students. And of course we do uh, often refer students to career services. And I, I believe the referrals come our way as well. So there are a lot of uh, supports in place, but I think it is important for students if they start noticing those kind of symptoms to you don't have to know for sure like talk to one of us and and let's let's work it out are you feeling burnt out if so maybe a change in major will help but if it's more prevalent than that then maybe we are looking at doing more counseling maybe you know talking to a, a physician you know maybe there's a need for medication uh, you know there's there's all kinds of things that we can do to help students in the context of covid and all that fun stuff that we're in the middle of right now. Of course, burnout happens outside of the pandemic. And, and you guys clearly saw that. Uh, mm -hmm. Heck, I've, I've definitely experienced it as well as a student. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just wondering, like, what were, what have been the trends since mm -hmm. COVID has started? Um, ha has there been an uptake 
and uh, and you guys seeing students and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think at first when when COVID first uh, hit, uh, I think students were just sort of trying to find their footing. I think they were just trying to get used to the the switch to online learning, and I think you know, that kind of grabbed their attention for a while that they were just sort of in survival mode. And then uh, I think when the dust sort of settled and they started getting, this became the new normal, so to speak, um, they started realizing that, you know, this is wearing on them and they needed support. And so then I think uh, like in the fall of 2020, I think we saw a lot more students um, looking for services, looking to access counseling. Uh, than in those first few months um, when COVID hit. And uh, I, I, I think one thing I noticed is students um, students that had different learning needs uh, really felt the change to online learning. For example, students with ADHD, um, it, you know, now they had to adjust to a whole new way of learning and focusing their attention, uh, which wasn't always easy. So I noticed that, you know, within my own caseload, I noticed a lot more students looking for support. How do I manage this? How do I manage my symptoms so that I can still be an effective learner in this online realm? So those are some of the things I noticed. Uh, Of course, there's been a lot before COVID. I just want to say this. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the National College Health Assessment. There's a study that happens every few years, a huge study, and University of Calgary participates in it. Um, and some of the numbers, even before COVID, were were somewhat alarming to us. For example, like these are some numbers for post-secondary students in Alberta that, you know, 62% of students felt that things were hopeless. 89, almost 90% of students felt overwhelmed by all they had to do. of students felt exhausted. So that might already be speaking to burnout. And this is not from physical activity. And 67.6% felt very lonely. So that's before COVID. So then then you put on the, you know, social distancing, isolation, remote learning. And this study has, it's it's only done every few years. So we haven't seen the next um, assessment results yet. But I can only imagine that number is going to go up because students have been feeling very isolated, very lonely. Um, And now they're trying to figure out how to reintegrate now that things are opening up, but they haven't been socializing at all. And and they want to, but they don't know how. So, and that that of course spills over into how do you apply for jobs when you haven't been socializing? How do you do interviews? Mm -hmm. How do you network when you really haven't been talking to anybody except through Zoom? Yeah. So, um, so these things are kind of overlapping, and and they're all affecting students. Um, yeah. Hey, Labib, what about you? You're a student. Have you been dealing with some of this? Uh, yeah. Um, I think every year almost it's it's like a repeating cycle. Uh, when the fall semester comes around, everyone's excited to go to school, and even when it was online, people were excited to start. It's always exciting to start something new. And then the first semester starts, you get into it, midterms happen, you're okay. But then that break, uh, the Christmas break, and after you come back for the winter semesters, I've always noticed that the the morale, if per se, or or the, the student's mental health degrades a little bit once you come back for the winter semester. And I noticed that even personally, sometimes you just don't bother going to class sometimes because you feel like, oh, whatever, I'll just look at the notes, um, even though you should be going to class. And you know that I think it's just the winter semester is where I really struggle with with burnout, and at some point I would just get 
wanted to give up and not go to class anymore. And that's poor on my part because I really didn't know any like strategies to deal with burnout. I just thought that, or it's not just me, but other students as well. They think that it's just, just go through with it and then they, they battle it out. But sometimes it reflects on badly on your marks later on, um, as I've noticed. So um, I would just like to ask Annalisa, um, it was poor on my part, but if I came to you with help and I needed some strategies, what are some coping strategies you can give me mm -hmm. to help me with that burnout? Yeah, I think what happens is when students get stressed, um, they tend to move away from the things they normally do that actually help them cope. For example, a lot of students uh, work out regularly, right? They go to the gym or maybe they play sports and whatever. And then they say things to me like, I'm too stressed to work out. I don't have time to work out. <laughs> and so what I'll say back to them is, actually, you're giving up probably your number one coping strategy. Outside of medication, exercise is the best strategy for stress management. So what I often will say to students is, you know, in your case, Labib, if, if that's something you normally would do, I would be encouraging you, try to stick with it. I know it's hard. Try to try to maintain your consistent schedules as much as possible because our bodies thrive on consistency. Um, it's when we give up that consistency that, that, you know, things feel out of control. Uh, and that's happened a lot And that, you know, and I'm saying work out and I couldn't have said that probably a year ago because for example, the fitness center would be, would have been closed. Right. Uh, and that's, what's been so hard for a lot of students is that a lot of the things that gave them the consistency, like working out or playing on like team, playing team sports, a lot of things got shut down during the pandemic, things that help people cope. And then you're like, what do I do now? <laughs> right. Um, or now lectures have gone online and now they're recorded. So I don't have like technically the class is on right now, but I don't really feel like watching my online lecture. I'll do it later. And later never comes. Right. And then I, students have told me I'm 20 lectures behind and now, you know, final exams are coming. Right. So so they lost that consistency. And, and so what I often tell people is let's let's be as consistent as we can, uh, not just with you know, exercise, but with sleep, you know, I think our sleeping schedules have gotten disrupted during, you know, a period of time like COVID. Um, how's eating going? You know, because of all our routines have been changed. We need to sort of try to get back to what's worked with us for us in the past. And can we get back to that? Because that helped us to do well in the past. And let's, let's try to, you know, recapture what we can from what worked for us before. And that's one of my major, I guess, strategies. And of course, you know, if, if trying to do that and talking to, and of course we want to reach out to our friends. We want to reach out to our family sometimes during COVID. Like that actually happened a lot in the early days of COVID. Everyone started talking to each other. Hey, you know, yeah. can't go to work, can't go to class. So let's, let's talk. But then it kind of dropped off. Yeah. And I think a lot of people felt more isolated and um, kind of got disconnected, lost some of their connections with friends and we're having a hard time getting them back. So I encourage people, try to reach out, you know? I think everyone's in the same boat here. And if you send a, a text saying, hey, you know, I know we haven't talked for a while, but I've been thinking about you. And hey, do you want to go for a walk? Or hey, do you want to meet for coffee? And whatever feels comfortable for people, given that we're still in COVID and yet things are opening up, right? So so making sure that we're reconnecting with people. Um, and then if you're feeling like you're, you're doing those things and it's not working, you know, make an appointment with student wellness services, either meet with a physician or meet with a counselor and let's talk about it and let's see what else uh, we may want to work on. 
to help things get back on track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in my case, I think my routine was to just hang out with friends or not even hang out, just see them once a day or every day after class sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, not even just grab a coffee, but just see them, you know, mm -hmm. face to face. Um, and then obviously because of COVID, that stopped, but we still kept up, uh, kept up with like through text and stuff. And then I realized that since I'm a year younger than most of my friends, half of them graduated and then some of them got jobs and they moved cities and mm -hmm. I'm the only one left at UCalgary mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the big things that I can reflect on now. It's like, oh, I know, I know because you said that, because you mentioned that, mm -hmm. now I know that that was one thing I was missing. That was one thing that changed from my daily routine. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was the reason that I was feeling burnt out or, or not motivated enough to just go to class even because I know I'm just going to go to class and go home after and not see my friends or something. So, um, yeah, self-reflection time for me now. <laughs> a lot of the things that you mentioned uh, are, are, of course, these coping strategies. But how is it that they can keep up with it uh, and and make sure that um, the next time that they do this, is it, it isn't a, a, uh, an emergency. It's their, uh, the, the constant reviewing, the, that reflection process. Mm -hmm. Do you have any sort of mm -hmm. strategies on, on how a student can keep that regular mm -hmm. and, and make sure that they're reflecting? Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I think I think some of the things that we talked about help with that too, right? Like if we're staying in touch with our friends, we're checking in with each other. How's it going? Like how are you finding the exam period? You know, um, you know how did how did winter term go for you? You know, I think that's part of reflection too. Um, some people reflect by you know journaling. Some people really like to do that and find that to be very therapeutic. Uh, helps them to kind of digest what's been happening to them and to think about, okay, what do I need now? You know, gee, I wrote all this stuff like, wow, I'm, you know, struggling more than I thought I was. Uh, maybe I do need to contact my counselor again. Because sometimes, you know, I work with students and we work for a while. And then as things get better, they kind of drop off my schedule. And then a month or two later, they reconnect because things are starting to get more difficult again. And so um, for some students, they found it helpful to kind of keep a more regular schedule. You know, like I meet with some students maybe every couple of weeks. I meet with some students monthly, depending on what works for them. But they find it helpful to have that in their calendar. They know that's coming up. They It reminds them to work on what we've discussed, the strategies that we developed together, because then they're going to let me know how they worked uh, the next time I meet with them. Um, so those things are helpful. Um, trying to stay consistent, like with those other things, the exercise and whatnot. I know it's not a reflective activity in itself, but when we do those things and we check in with ourselves, you know, how am I feeling? Like, gee, I've been getting back to the gym for the first time in a long time. You know, is this feeling good? And, you know, is my mood feeling better? Um, am I feeling accomplished? You know, I think, I think those are opportunities to check in as well. And, and, uh, you know, and same with, you know, I guess when it comes to academics, you know, checking in, okay, now that we're back in class, am I feeling like, you know, like, was I unhappy because I didn't like the way we were learning or am I maybe unhappy with just the subject matter altogether? Maybe this isn't the right, um, major for me anymore. Right. So I think that's an opportunity to reflect now that things are kind of coming back to normal, but not quite normal. Um, I think it's an invitation to ourselves to to reflect and and um, 
you know, see, see if this is something that we, we want to continue and, you know, were we just unhappy because of COVID or is it just, this is just not the right thing for me anymore. You know what I wanted to ask too? I was just thinking like, maybe is there a positive to burnout? For me during the pandemic, uh, we're still in the middle of it. <laughs> I have changed uh, my job twice within the pandemic. Uh, and Whenever I feel at un in at ease, un at ease at my job, um, that's usually a an indicator for me. It's like, okay, well, an aspect of this role isn't for me, uh, and that's that's when I I make that switch and and I start looking for a new one. Uh, so for me, um, probably, yeah, we're we're about summer twenty twenty. Um, I was getting burned out because uh, of the increased workload uh, that was placed on uh, on me at the time. Uh, so it was tough because now you're working from home. You can't leave it at work anymore. And it's just sort of staring at you from from your home office. Uh, and that's that's what caused me uh, to, to find a new role. Uh, and that new role uh, was at a nonprofit. And I really enjoyed it uh, because of the new atmosphere. Um, and then once again, uh, there were certain aspects of that new role uh, that uh, that didn't sit well with me. So that's when I made the shift to UCalgary. So for me, burnout in that sense, uh, the positive sense of that is that that's an indicator for me. It's like, okay. That something needs to change, and for me, that's finding a new environment. Other people might change their environment, their current environment, rather than look for a new one. Uh, so that's that's my personal take on that one. What what about you, Annalisa? Yeah, I think um, I'm sort of thinking what what you're talking about, and I was thinking about what David was asking about. You know, the positive side of burnout, and I think I think there can be a positive side of burnout if we act on it early. Um, you know, if burnout lingers, it can lead to more chronic problems like depression and whatnot. So, so I think we want to use, uh, burnout as sort of a sign that, okay, something needs to change. And I think if, you know, if, if, if we react to burnout, you know, early on, um, then we can make some changes that, that can lead us to, to being in a more fulfilled situation. Um, as fulfilled as you can be during the pandemic. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's again, as we were saying earlier, you know, there's, there's been a lot of time for, for people to reflect, um, perhaps more than ever before about what they're doing and why they're doing it. And so if they're noticing those symptoms of burnout, um, and they're reflecting on it, they can say, wait, mm, you know, maybe before I would have been just, uh, you know, so engrossed in everything with no time to really think about anything that I just keep going and plow through. And by the time, you know, summer vacation came around, I just collapsed. Right. Um, but now with, you know, with something like COVID, a situation where you have that time to reflect and you realize that, gee, you weren't happier. You know, I, th I think if, if people, there were some people that were extremely happy when they suddenly weren't able to work in the same way as they did before. And that, I think that's a sign too. Whether it's you're feeling really burnt out, whether you're feeling quite happy about the change, I think that also might be a sign that you were burnt out with the way the situation was prior to COVID. And yeah, then that can allow you to kind of make those changes like Harrison was talking about. Um, 
you know, whether it's a change of major, whether it's a change of job. Um, uh, yeah, there's, I, I think having, having that kind of opportunity, that experience can lead to opportunities that, uh, can be helpful and, and can put you on a different path. That's, that's more, uh, suited for you. Yeah. We, we've, we've covered the student side of things, uh, and the, and the career side of things. Um, but uh, of course, a lot of our students are now entering the workforce too. Uh, so let's, let's try to link it to those guys now, the new grads, or at least the ones going into their internships and whatnot. Um, there might be a moment in your guys' careers, uh, where you'll be facing layoffs. Uh, and you know, I'm just wondering, do you, do we think that anything has changed our perspectives on uh, managing our, our mental health, managing our careers? Uh, heck, has anything changed from the manager's side of things in terms of making sure that their workers uh, are, are healthy, both mentally and physically uh, for the workplace? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I think for managers, I think there's going to be perhaps a need to be a bit more flexible. I mean, now that, uh, now that employees have had the opportunity to work from home or have some kind of a hybrid arrangement of working from home a certain number of days per week, um, you know, this is something that a lot of, uh, employees have valued, um, from this experience of working during COVID and that they don't want to let go of as we kind of have this return to normal, um, happening. Hey, thanks for listening to another uh, uh, episode of In the Works. Thanks so much, Annalisa, for showing up and uh, and helping us out with uh, with some of your wisdom. Just to let you know, remind everybody that Career Services is open all summer long. So um, thanks and have a great day. Thanks.